And this time on Culture File, we have the latest from Rob Long, who, in the season of Valentine's, has been letting his mind drift back to Love's Lost, mainly in a search for what exactly makes for good dialogue. This is Rob Long with Martini Shot. A great actor once explained to me how he saw his job. The goal of great acting, he said, is to make bad dialogue unnecessary. Which sort of makes sense, really. I mean, it's insulting to the writer, but it makes sense. A good actor makes the moment clear with his or her face and body and tone. A good actor fills in a scene with richness and life so that the dialogue doesn't have to be so on the nose. A lot of what writers put into the first draft of a script is declarative bad writing. People announcing how they're feeling, characters delivering really bald exposition, and they do this because before a script gets produced, it first gets read, and read very quickly, and often the reader needs a little help to get the scene. I know a writer for whom every piece of dialogue seemed angry until he gave most of his characters this piece of dialogue. Hey, I'm not angry. And that really seemed to cut way down on the feedback he'd get on every script, which was, why is everyone so angry? They're not, see? They just said they're not. And that worked. And one of the hallmarks of a truly awful drama is when one character looks out over an autumnal landscape and pulls a shawl tightly around her shoulders and says meaningfully, it's getting colder. Of course, the difference between bad dialogue and great dialogue is often just the context. In real life, where I unfortunately spend most of my time, often the snappiest comeback I can come up with is a string of obscenities. Nobody talks like that is what we sometimes say when we're criticizing the dialogue in a movie or television show as if the way people really talk with grunts and trail-offs and sometimes just sometimes just one or two words repeated in different tones like uh, whatever just you know whatever just whatever which sort of makes sense when you're in an argument with a friend. In fact, in that context, it sounds like a rather eloquent and devastating rebuttal, but if you write those words down and try to call it dialogue, you're going to get in trouble. Once, and this is going to get personal, so apologies, I went to the wedding of an old college fling. Well, you know, not exactly a fling, but a little more serious than that. Okay, a lot more serious than that. And... And now, here's where it gets humiliating. Our first moment together in college was accompanied by someone at a party playing the song Purple Rain by Prince. And I will pause here while you snort derisively and judge me. Whatever, just whatever, just whatever. And what surprised me years later at the wedding was just how depressed I was. I mean, for all the obvious reasons I'm not going to bother going into, and for some I don't know you well enough to share, the whole thing just depressed me because, though by then I was a television writer and producer with some solid credits and a couple of TV series of my own, it was still weird and aching to realize that off and on wasn't ever going to be on again. And then the wedding band started playing Purple Rain and... Now, do I have to pause again for you to snort and judge, or can you save it all up for when I'm done? Well, so, even though I was a writer and a published author at the time, and I owned a fancy car, I knew the difference between good dialogue and bad dialogue, I knew that this was the right moment to leave. You're not leaving, she asked. Yes, I said, and pointed to the band playing Purple Rain. This is where I came in. Which would be bad dialogue in a movie, probably. But in real life, where we're not always such good actors, it seemed pretty good. And so, 
That's my 2021 New Year's wish to you, and to me too, for that matter. Let's hope that this year is filled with bad dialogue in real life, which for most of us would be a truly great thing and is much better than even the best dialogue on a screen. And that's it for this week. Next week, we'll join the mob for Martini Shot. This is Rob Long. And for a whole bar full of Rob's martini shots, check out our SoundCloud page. Tomorrow, it's Culture File Likes, and on Saturday, in its now usual home at 6.30pm, it's the Culture File Weekly. And to make sure never to miss out on an episode, and indeed find an almost infinite amount of previous ones, subscribe now to Culture File, wherever you get your podcasts.